0: Hi,
1: we are Angie and Annalie, and this is Brain Basement, a podcast where two friends who used to do yoga together in a basement now chat about chaos and wellness. As moms, we understand chaos. As expats, we get what that chaos looks like when you take it overseas.
0: From Manila to San Jose, we share stories of living abroad and explore topics around mental and emotional well-being. This podcast is for expat moms who want to find wellness amidst the chaos of everyday life. Welcome to Brain Basement. We're so glad you're here.
1: All right. Welcome back to Brain Basement, everybody. We're so glad when you tune in with us. So today we are talking about three random things so get excited we have lots on our minds and we just want to talk about some random things I think it'll be six total because it'll be three from each of us so I'm excited so before we do let's just slow down a little bit and check in with ourselves as we always do as we call it three deep breaths so whatever that looks like for you right now maybe you can start by asking yourself that question, what do I need right now? And just thinking about your breath and if it feels right for you, lengthening your inhale and your exhale. Even if you're on the go right now, just taking a moment to deepen your breath.
2: making a little bit of space with your breath in your day right now.
1: And just for fun, let's turn our attention to our hands today. And just thinking about what your hands have done for you today and how they're feeling right now if they've been busy
2: doing lots of things, maybe they feel tense or maybe there's some stress in your hands, or maybe they feel relaxed and loose and limber.
1: Just bringing your attention to the different aspects of your hands, how they feel right now,
2: where they might be resting or what they're doing right now. And all the while deepening that inhale and exhale. And if it feels good,
1: maybe bringing your hands into fists and building energy and clenching them really, really tight just for a few moments. And then loosening that grip and opening them up
2: and shaking them out. and releasing any tension if it's been there today.
1: And in a moment or so, we'll return to the conversation, but this is just a reminder that any point during your day, you can take just a few minutes to turn your attention inward. Lengthening your breath and maybe choosing an area of your body to focus on for just a few minutes. To give your mind a break and the worries and thoughts of the day and be able to release some tension or stress that might be living in your body somewhere. And slowly making our way back to the conversation, opening our eyes if they've been closed Rolling the shoulders and coming
0: back. Hi. Hi, Angie. (laughs) I didn't notice my hands were tense. I did have tingling in my hands. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I never pay attention to my hands. But I right before this, I was like, maybe we talk about hands today just for fun oh. yeah yeah so um, three random things this I think we've done this once before and I thought it was a really fun episode because it gives us a chance to just like change topics really quickly <laughs> and talk about all of the things in our heads rattling around
0: that sounds good
1: yeah um, so you want to go first
0: um random things But today I was, I was thinking about drag. I was feeling like I'm kind of dragging this morning. (laughs) So that's what occurred to me. Why is this happening? So then I thought maybe I've been drinking too much coffee, or maybe I need more coffee, or maybe I haven't been taking my supplement the last few days. And that's affected me. And it, it just occurred to me that I noticed myself feeling draggy and then I immediately started questioning like, what am I putting into my body that's affecting this or not affecting this instead of maybe it's okay to feel some drag. I don't feel that pep and energy and get up and go-ness. And maybe it's like summer is coming, it's the end of the school year, I'm feeling the tug of need to get things done get everyone ready for summer camp. So maybe it's okay to feel like I'm dragging a little bit. That was one thing on my mind today. What about you?
1: Oh, um, so funny you say this because I feel like I usually feel like I'm dragging like every day, but this morning I woke up and it started to rain and it stayed dark for a long time. And I loved it. Like, I was like, oh, this is the change that we needed this morning because it's just been really hot and the air has been really muggy and like kind of gross. And the kids have been waking up coughing. Cause I think there's just a lot of gunk in the air. And, um, I love seasons and when they change. And so the rain just brought like a freshness and a newness to my brain. And, um, I was just thinking like how can weather impact my mood so much like why can't I just like make that mental switch on my own I mean I know I can but it just takes more work but even just looking outside and seeing the rain and feeling like a coolness and that it was darker just made me feel like really happy and excited and anticipating something um and we, yeah, we have big change coming. We're moving again unexpectedly. And I think um, I've been worried about it. Like, oh, is this the right thing? Is the wrong thing? Blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking about the rain and how just that little change in something brought about this these good feelings. And I, and I was thinking about this in the context of our move and just how change in general, like, of course it can be so, so hard, but I felt really um, like encouraged, like change is good, you know, and yeah, yeah, I felt that this morning. So, um,
0: I like this story. It, I like, it connects to what I was talking about, because why do we immediately look to these external factors, right? What if the weather hadn't changed, but you just suddenly felt that little, Cheerful tug, or that like inspired, oh, something new is coming. It's interesting how we feel something and look for the external factor that's affecting us. And weather is one of those things for me, for sure. I think I noticed that so much in living in Costa Rica where it rained every single afternoon, or in Ukraine when it was cold, or when there would be gray periods that I definitely felt that that affected my mood Mm -hmm. the day when the sun would come out and how I would appreciate that and yeah I don't know if that's yeah again no answer there but yeah relatable yeah um Annalise, should I ask you are we doing also questions can I ask you one thing I don't know about you yeah that can be a random thing okay who would you what's a, a like a celebrity or historical figure who you would love to have lunch with or talk to or go on a walk with oh gosh yeah
1: Oh, I'm so boring with these questions. (laughs) But I'm just going to go to my teenage brain for a second. And I'm going to answer this question as if I was 13 years old. Okay.
0: Yes. That is right where
1: my brain went. So growing up in my junior high, high school years, I was obsessed with Meg Ryan. And all things Meg Ryan, like my favorite movie was You've Got Mail. And then I just started watching like Sleepless in Seattle and Joe versus the Volcano, like the Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks duo. It's just like magical to me. And I knew her horse's name. Like she had a horse named Abraham. I don't know if she still has that horse. But I even cut my hair like her, what the haircut she has in You've Got Mail, that's a cute
0: haircut. I remember that.
1: Yeah I had that hair in high school and I tried to wear clothes that she looked she wore in you've also like now that I'm saying it all out loud it sounds like complete obsession which is a little scary but like she was so cute so I mean maybe I would say her not that I even know what I would ask her but she really like influenced my adolescence and. I thought she was so cute and,
0: yeah, maybe her. Oh, neat. Okay, Brian would be fun to have lunch with, to talk to. I get that. I also, she was definitely on my list of people I saw on the big screen and thought, like, what, like a fun, kind of genuine, (laughs) cute person. She seemed... but what about when goose died spoiler alert in top gun that's the first thing i think of meg ryan is that how sad she was with i know
1: and she's not in the new one but i haven't seen it yet but
0: i haven't seen one.
1: yeah um i don't know how much of the cast is the same
0: tom cruise is there i know but yeah, I haven't heard or read anything about the new one, but I know people are going, I've noticed that it seems popular.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: think of Meg Ryan, at, first of all, as in Top Gun as Goose's wife. Yeah, and, and she was so cute in there too. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she made that. Like, it. Goose was a nice guy, but when she talked about him and not seeing that that really made 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 me feel. I was so sad. That was really a sad moment. Yeah. Good job.
1: I know. I need to go back and watch the old one. Okay, so if we're going to do questions, I have one for you. Okay. So this question is what do you want to do when you retire? Like if you could craft the perfect retirement years, where would you be? What would you be doing? Like, how would your hair be?
0: Like any random details that you... Oh, wow. Okay. This is a good question because I feel like I've just, I've only recently come to this side of kind of loving the idea of myself as like a 65-year-old granny. Um, so... I don't know when that happened, when I switched over from wanting to be young. Now I just really want to be like a granny vibe. And my grandma name is Grangie. We've already (laughs) figured out. (laughs) I'm not that old. My oldest is 21 right now, but I can see the future and it looks fun. I like the idea of retiring and um odd crafting oddball crafting i definitely want to be taking walks i think i would like to be settled in one house uh, but that being said i also i want an rv in the driveway because i'm taking the rv around the united states and traveling in the rv a lot not a, not a fancy rv like a really crappy one which bill and i have a different perspective on, <laughs> like the crappy one in which i like recovered the old the old plastic seating with wacky fabric But bill probably wants one with like an operational shower um and I also so yeah definitely wacky crafts this is here again where we go on another tangent so recently I've been buying old stuffed animals and baby dolls at the um thrift store it's like a confessional you and I just talking here I can't believe this is a podcast it's just you and I on the phone but we so I cut up the creatures and make them into my own an- creature have I talked about this already
1: no I just have to say I'm like freaking out on the other end of this call <laughs>
0: like
1: holding in so much laugh- loud laughter I, I mean,
0: we haven't talked about it. It's really a confessional. So I like hide them because if Bill sees them, he's like, seriously, what's going on? And then my kids like freak out and scream. And they're like, no, each creature is worse than the next one. And then I'm like, these guys are really special and unique and they don't exist anywhere else in the world. And then I give them to friends. So you're getting one, your kids will be horrified for life. And then the idea is that you have to put them around the house in different places. So ours is just like you pull the shower curtain back and then the little creature guys in there. And it brings you surprise and joy. It's unexpected joy, but maybe it's unexpected, like fear and concern, which is what my teenagers would say. Uh, So I brought one to my friends we were camping in west virginia last weekend and then the little guy moved around to different zones and it's <laughs> and I gave one to my daughter when she moved into her new apartment so i can see myself being 70 I would like to learn about gardening and making wacky creatures. But ideally at that point, I'm selling them for like $380 each because they're so unique and rare. And then (laughs) donating that money to charity and doing worthwhile things in the world, making the world a better place in some way. That's how I'm picturing my old age. Wow. And your,
1: your handle with, when you sell your things could be grand G, right? Grandma G. <laughs> and it kind of goes with a weird remade creature, grand G. <laughs> 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 grand G. <laughs> <laughs> grand G's dolls. Um. Okay. Now you have to take a picture of your favorite and we'll post it on Instagram. Cause we never post on Instagram anymore um just so we can all see like what is one of these things
0: okay that's yeah I'll try to do that I've given them away without but I have a couple at home that are in process so yeah okay wow (laughs) okay
1: I really like knowing that about you it's kind of weird but it's it's okay (laughs)
0: luckily there's only eight people who listen so it's okay (laughs) um okay let's let's what's a question that I can ask you back that was my confessional what um what's something about you I don't know Annalie like something do you have any secret hidden craft
1: Okay. I don't remake Grand G dolls, but (laughs) maybe that is something I can try someday. But my secret, yeah. So, you know, when, when you, when you do those two truths and a lie games, or we did a long time ago or whenever, um, this is when I always bring out this one. And it's not like crazy or anything, but, um, so I grew up with horses and, um, so I have
0: in what you and Meg Ryan.
1: Yeah, exactly. I didn't have a house, a horse named Abraham, but of course I wanted one, but this also has a link with another, um, rom-com movie star, which is weird that this is just coming up on this episode, like a theme, but, um, one day I went to a thrift store and bought an old janky wedding dress that had like a really long train and was beaded really pretty, but like eighties. And, um, I wanted to ride my horse in the wedding dress, like, um, runaway bride. Yeah. And so I did, and we made a movie of it. So I have this movie of me. Yeah. Riding a horse in a wedding dress to our field.
0: This is incredible. Can we put, we have to put the movie on Instagram, on our Instagram feed.
1: I have no idea where it is. I'd have to go digging in like our storage unit in Maryland. But I
0: have a VHS player that I bought at the thrift store for specifically for moments like this. Is it on VHS? I think so. Oh, yeah, it's so- definitely not digitized. But then
1: I had this other experience around the same time that's also linked to a movie I'm realizing right now in this moment um, is my friend, my neighbor had a pond that was deep enough that you could, you don't, you can't touch in the middle of it. So one day we were having like, yeah, party at their house and I was swimming in the pond. And he was like, hey, do you want to go ride the horses across the pond with me? So I'm in my swimming suit. We get on his horse's bareback, which just felt so cool. And I like swam this horse across this pond and came out like, you know, just like that feeling of bursting out of the water on a horse with your swimming suit on. And I felt like wild hearts can't be broken. Like I was here for like two split seconds without the jump off the tower and everything.
0: Wow.
1: I know. Yeah. Those are my two like horse was in the same like year. And I, I love that.
0: Those. This just makes me feel like really lucky that I get to be your friend. Like that I'm friends with someone who (laughs) did this, who... Rode the horse in the wedding dress. I feel like this to connect our ideas should be part of our granny goals. Like as grannies, after age 70, at some point you should ride, everyone should ride a horse wearing a wedding dress through a lake, (laughs) right?
1: because why not
0: yeah these are the moments that make life amazing (laughs) and then the grandkids can say here's a video of my grandma doing this like check that out
1: (laughs) oh my gosh yeah I mean it's cool right to think about the things you did when you were younger and what your kids and grandkids will think about you when they hear that story for the first time yeah like do your kids know
0: that about you
1: I don't think so but in the moment it just seemed like no big deal but
0: yeah <laughs> it's no big deal this is just what I do on like on Mondays sometimes in the yeah, summer totally <laughs> oh, wow okay that's awesome and beautiful and I think okay now I'm thinking also I just want to be like a granny that builds things like just builds bunk beds and has lots of like supplies hammers and two by fours and I'm definitely going to figure out gardening and like building my own greenhouse and stuff
1: I love that. Yeah.
0: That feels fun.
1: Yes. I want to live by you and just make stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got, we've got a plan then.
1: Yeah. Okay. My question for you. Um, let's see. Okay. So if you hadn't brought your kids up in the foreign service, and moved around from place to place to place is there any other life you could have imagined living with them oh and if so like what would that have been if you could have chosen
0: I can't picture any other lifestyle because this is what it's been um I guess there was a moment when Bill got out of the military and he had a job, like a a working person. <laughs> what is that called when you're like a person who has a normal job? Um, before we transitioned to foreign service so I did kind of picture for a minute then like what if we lived our life in suburbia in Falls Church Virginia and I remember one day like Bill came home from work and I was at the kitchen sink looking through the window and there were a bunch of little kids probably three and I was either pregnant or I just court was born when we lived in that house so we had a tire swing in the backyard and I thought what if we just stayed here forever and this was our life I remember having that vision and then it it never went any further <laughs> that's all I can picture what if we stayed in one place and lived here and Builder of Home and this is like what it looks like on tv to have a life in suburbia uh, yes. yeah. I really can't even picture anything beyond that like what would I probably would never have sent the kids to school mm-hmm. um, that seemed like a big the schools in Falls church seemed like big schools but maybe I would have because we would have been plugged into that network I was really obsessed with taking everyone into DC all the time for all the homeschool programs I really loved not having a schedule so maybe I would have just stayed homeschooling um what would it be like to live a life where we weren't moving all the time moving has dominated everything like I can't think
1: I know isn't that funny it's like we just don't even have time to think about another option
0: yeah like would we have had a pool membership or been able to have the kids in like a consistent sport? Would everyone be on swim team? Because we could have stayed in one place. I or maybe Sloan would do gymnastics all the time. That's a good question. But yeah. hard for me to answer. Maybe I just that's I don't even have an answer for that. Yeah. My, in my creativity <laughs> my brain stops at what would life be like if you weren't moving all the time I mean maybe
1: that's just healthy and well because we've been doing it for so long and you guys have been doing it longer than us that has been your reality for how many years
0: yeah I mean we've been moving since 1999 so it's been Twenty-three years. Yeah. Yeah. Bill and I moved to Japan when we were very first married. So. Yeah. I can't picture it any other way. Um. Now I want to ask you if you have. Uh. But should I ask? Do you have an alternative life? I'll just ask. Do you have a kind of picture in your mind of what it would be, where you would live, or how your life would be if you stayed in one place? Um, so yeah, I think I do. Like I'm really, I love
1: the idea of living out in the country
2: Uh
1: and having access to woods and having like a mini farm, not necessarily being farmers for our livelihood, but, but also maybe, um, and kind of living the life that I want to live when I'm a granny. So like you said, gardening and um, kind
0: of Wait, like, what? Are you farmers? Like, uh, like you're growing corn and you have like cows? I
1: would and- love to have a cow. Like I would love to have one cow. I would love to have maybe, a couple pigs for sure chickens and um goat maybe goats bunnies. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't thought too much about goats definitely bunnies um and have kind of a self-sustaining farm where we Yeah, we garden, we grow our own food, we harvest, we can it and preserve it for the winter. And I used, when we first got married, I did not, like my mom canned when I was younger. And as I got married, I thought, oh, I probably won't can. Like, it doesn't make sense to me because I like to eat things fresh, whatever. But now, even though it's kind of an older tradition and custom, like actually canning, there's so many yummy ways to can and ferment that it doesn't have to be like the same old recipes that our great grandmother used you know and I'm just starting to get into this um like fermenting and stuff but I just I don't know like my heart does pull in that direction sometimes and where we just have really low technology reliance on technology I'm starting to sound like Amish or something I don't mean that but um just more kind of like a free range. Like we live outside life. Um, Wow. You
0: know, that is like the opposite of- I know. (laughs) And like
1: composting, you know, just all the things. And like, maybe we have a little booth that we set up at the farmer's market on Saturdays and my kids help sell like
0: fresh bread and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's such a that's such a clear vision. And it's not. I I mean, there are people I think that can do that, that that compost and they really install like a garden, even for two years, or maybe find a way to have chickens in the Foreign Service. But that seems to me that seems like hard to integrate with our lifestyle yeah oh no
1: yeah I don't think like maybe a mini version of that you know like two um garden boxes and a couple chickens and a bunny during our yeah and you
0: but have that one pig that lives inside like people have those there's a pig that lives inside the house sure yeah a domestic pig Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, um we should probably wrap up, but I'm so happy to know these stories about you. This is so fun. I know, I think we
1: should do this again, and I'm going to be more prepared with my questions cuz I feel like you have many equivalent riding a horse in a wedding dress stories that I want to hear sometime. <laughs> so, I'm going to I'm going to be thinking
0: Uh, There are some, like, teenager stories that feels like, yeah, well, let's not talk about this while our kids are still teenagers. Everyone has to be 30 when they (laughs) hear these things. Would they make podcasts
1: or not yet? no.
0: Wait, did the kids make a pot or my stories? No. Yeah, with your stories,
1: they're they're locked away. No,
0: like the kids were talking about skipping school or something, or asking us about that. And Bill was like, "We're not gonna discuss this." <laughs> <laughs> please, please. <laughs> um, okay, this was fun. Yeah, and I'm and hope for the four listeners that are still here thanks for going along on this discussion with us
1: yeah we'll be back next week for sure with who knows what but come back
0: this is part of emotional wellness like having the I'm gonna be thinking about you riding a horse in a wedding dress and this has already made my day better
1: it's true, actually, like reminiscing about good times in our past or making plans for the future. That's helpful
0: in someone's day, you know? Yeah. Yes. And it's connection, right? Like, I feel like I know you more. I'm more connected to humanity now. Yep. All right. Good work, us, on our mental health. <laughs> Thanks, Angie. Thanks, Emily.
2: Talk soon.